everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, it's your girl, Lise Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. So we're going to get things started right and quickly because we have two guests. We have two guests on today's show, so it's going to cut 10 top 10 trending topics down quite a bit because we got two guests. We have to accommodate two guests. But next week, we'll be back on schedule. I might even drop a separate like bonus episode with just the top 10 trending topics or whatever. We'll see how this goes. Whatever. But I do want to say that we have two amazing guests, but we had an amazing guest last week. Mr. Showtime Brando from P-Valley, DJ Never Scared, was here. Brandon, he was here. So I want to give a big thanks to him for coming and gracing the platform. He was he was amazing. He was such a lovely guest. He's such a bubbly personality. You ever met somebody and it's like they, their personality is just like, oh, wow, you're just you're like you're a human and you're you're so down to earth. Like he's just that guy. He's very, very wonderful very awesome so big ups to him for coming through so make sure you stay tuned in for p valley's next season so you know when that drops i know that i am waiting i i am absolutely waiting but since it's quarantine and i'm doing my part okay to stay home and be well and keep others well and whatever limit the exposure or my contact to the exposure of, of covid and everything there's another show that I think that everybody should watch. And this is Lovecraft Country. So I don't like sci-fi. I don't like scary. Now I have watched scary movies and I've watched sci-fi movies. I've watched The Mandalorian recently, which is like a sci-fi film. But I don't like it, it was it was okay because Baby Yoda was cute and everything, but it wasn't really my thing. Like I don't really do sci-fi. But this the way that they bring in the messaging the sci-fi the horror and it kind of like mix it all together i think all jordan peele's projects kind of bring messaging in it it's not just a scary movie like there is some undertones in this show it's some undertones in all of his stuff and i think that this this was excellently done it was amazing because the storyline is unpredictable you do not know where the story is going and i'm usually one of those people that can predict the storyline even when some other people are like, I don't know where this is going. Like, I'm very good at kind of like, ah, I, I think I know where this is going. But this story has me all over the place. And I have no idea where we're about to go. I don't know where Hippolyta went at. I don't know if Uncle George coming back. Like, it's a lot of stuff that's just going on. And if you watch it, you know. Okay? You know. And if you have not watched it, please do. Amazing. 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 Shout out to Jordan Peele for this amazing project and all the actors and actresses that are a part of this. Amazing. But we do have two guests. So today we have Cedric, who is a rapper here. He's a brand new rapper hitting the scene. So he will be here in a WRDR sponsored segment. So we're going to shout him out and we're going to talk to him about his upcoming project, Dead Wrong. And we are also going to be talking to Mr. Royce Massengill from Royce's Ranch. So I'm excited to talk to him as well. He has a wonderful platform that he's created for himself. He talks about everything. He has one of those voices that you don't often hear. He's left and he's right. He's up and he's down. So we're going to talk about and talk to him because I think he exhibits a voice that's not often there. There's a void for a voice like his. So we're going to talk to him and you're going to learn about Royce's rant in a minute. But before we can do that, we do need to get to these top 10 trending topics. It's a lot going on out here in these streets. We're going to make it cute, simple, sweet, short. It's going to be beautiful. Okay. 
that's what we gonna do i came here in my workout gear we gonna get this done today all right and then we're gonna move on that's what we're gonna do so let's get to these top 10 trending topics of the week all right let's get into these top 10 trending topics of the week so the biggest thing that's on everybody's mind trump got that rona trump got that rona and i'm not talking about that rony like that san francisco tree trump got that rona he got that covid okay he was out here raw dogging it he was maskless he was making fun of dudes that wear masks like joe biden he said joe biden had the biggest mask which is funny that he said that a man had something bigger than his but he said that joe biden had the biggest mask ever and he was out here protecting himself he raw dogging and when you raw dog the air in these covid streets you get a disease and covid jumped in there you know she jumped in there and she got him infected so donald trump we don't know he is 74 years old he is a little overweight and he may or may not have an underlying medical condition so he was transported to the hospital okay they sent him to the hospital but the doctor said no it's cool you know this is standard protocol i ain't bring the first lady because you know she she whatever all right you know she whatever but this is the standard protocol he the president okay he deserves the best care you know fuck everybody else but he deserves the best care fuck everybody and that's pretty much what i got um every time he talks what i got but yeah trump got that rona apparently he he's been given two experimental drugs um he, he may or may not have had some drops in oxygen his doctor finally admitted that he has had supplemental oxygen trump is 74 years old so he's up there he's up there in age we don't know how sick he is because the white house cannot give us a straight answer so we we might be fine he might be very very ill we we just don't we just don't know which is unusual and he will not transfer power to mike pence because he's an egomaniac apparently because every other person who has gotten sick has had a transfer of power who was not a dictator they, they, they just they will transfer power so like when boris johnson got sick with the covid in icu he transferred power and we've even had it over here with george bush had a couple procedures he transferred power over to dick cheney but for whatever reason that's not what's happening here okay and we don't know how we don't know how this will impact the campaign trail all we know that after the debates trump took a dip in the polls i know a lot of people say don't be telling about the polls okay if it ain't p valley i don't want to hear about no damn polls okay because the polls was wrong with hillary i don't know if we're gonna have the same thing with the polls being wrong again i think that this covid and trump having to face the covid and having to face the fact that covid is real after he said that the covid was a hoax it's gonna come back and bite him in the ass it, it will and he can't campaign to get donor money and he's already behind joe biden in campaign monies so we don't know we don't know how this will play out on the campaign we won't we don't know if we will get another debate speaking of debates um it was it was it was it was crazy okay it was a little crazy it was like watching um the movie two grumpy old men it was a lot of fumbling it was a lot of bad just language okay and it was just very crazy to me to see it but why are we shocked this happened at the republican the republicans back when him and marco rubio was talking about dick size on camera talking about my hands ain't small you know what small hands mean this is not the first time we've seen this inappropriate bullshit 
Why are we embarrassed now? This been happening and y'all elected the motherfucker in 2016. We not gonna sit here and pretend like you didn't know that he. this is who he was. Y'all knew? All y'all undecided voters, y'all already know what you're dealing with. And he was president for four years. What, what what more do you need? Like, you can go see what Joe Biden is about. You can go see what the third party candidates are about. Why are you undecided at this point? And why does a debate decide whether or not you're going to vote for the person? I don't know. But all I'm saying is, I don't think y'all undecided. I really don't. I think that it, most people know who they're going to vote for. They just don't want to say it out loud. But the debate was crazy. It was crazy. And a lot of the stuff that he said at the debate has now, and I'm talking about Donald Trump, has now come. It, it, I don't know if anybody's surprised by this. Because we all knew it was coming. We knew it was coming even when he looked in the camera at the debate. And he said, I don't have a problem, you know, with COVID and my campaign rallies. And I just wanted to say, Herman Cain. Like, it, I, why he didn't bring that up, I don't know. Um... I, I was screaming at the screen like Herman Kane, say Herman Kane, and he just let that go. But so we will see how Mike Pence handles the COVID questions when he faces Miss Kamala Harris, or as Saturday Night Live put it, woman as president, she got that wop. We will see how he will face Kamala Harris on these COVID questions after the president of the United States, Chris Christie, Kellyanne Conway, two Republican senators, and Hope Hicks, and a couple of other people inside of the White House all contracted coronavirus after they held a meeting or I guess a rally for the Supreme Court nominee. We will see. We will see what happens. But I, at this point, Republicans are just still saying we going full force, full steam ahead. I, I don't know. Y'all, are y'all not, are y'all tired? Y'all gotta be tired. Y'all gotta be tired. I know you tired. You have got to be tired. This is exhausting. To, to have to constantly keep giving excuses for this motherfucker. Like your husband that keep cheating on you. You keep going back. Like y'all tired. Like, I'm just gonna leave it alone. And speaking of COVID. Speaking of COVID. The NFL has got a problem. I, I don't know. They, they're taking a page out of Major League Baseball's book. And they are having problems with players and staff getting coronavirus. The Tennessee Titans have not one, not two, not six, not seven. They have 16 people who have now tested positive for coronavirus. Cam Newton and another staff person on the Patriots have also contacted, contracted coronavirus. And on the Chiefs side, two people have contracted coronavirus. I don't know what they plan on doing because they were saying, okay, we was testing. You know, testing every day. Apparently, testing ain't stopping the virus. We got to figure out a way. Is the season going to end? I, I, I don't know. We, we just have to see what's going to happen. Like, you know, Trump said he brought back Big Ten. So, I'm pretty sure he not going to let the NFL go away even though the president of the big 10 said i i ain't that motherfucker didn't make this decision he was like mm -mm, no no dog no we didn't have that conversation stop mm -mm, mm -mm. so he's taking credit for this and i'm pretty sure he will probably take credit if the nfl continues to play as well it's just crazy and speaking of more covid news chris rock my favorite comedian is in a little hot water because he made a joke He's a comedian. They make jokes, but he made a joke. And he said that President Donald Trump got COVID and he's rooting for the COVID. And people are up in arms and they are all flailing around. And I was like, but I thought this wasn't real. Like we we just had a whole three months of y'all saying this wasn't real. And now it's real and you want 
everybody to give this sympathy for something that you said wasn't real when you didn't care when there were over 200,000 Americans that had got they died from this you didn't care then but now you care now I, I ugh, it was a joke I don't know if I would say he didn't say we wish death or anything I, I don't know about that I think sometimes people take comedy to the next level it's ridiculous and another big news from Saturday Night Live was Meg Thee Stallion she actually is trending because of one of her performances she had two and during her savage performance she made sure to be a social justice amplifier she played a clip from malcolm x saying that black women are the most unprotected women in this country and she also played a soundbite from tamika mowry talking about the attorney general for kentucky being just as bad as the people who sold us into slavery to savages so people are like yes go megan and she really used her platform for good some people were a little confused because it was like you're twerking okay we twerking but we 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 doing it for the for the social justice and maybe y'all might pay attention to it if she twerks while you talk about social justice maybe we might actually get a plan you know what i mean if she continues to to twerk we might actually stand together and come up with a plan dr dre wins big in his divorce settlement yes he will not have to pay two million dollars a month and because he already pays for a lot of her expenses the judge ruled like he's already paying for security and a couple of other things so he will not have to pay her that two million dollars a month because apparently i guess the cost that he's paying is not necessarily the the rates than what she was asking but you know she was saying that she wants her own money because she doesn't really trust you know what's going on on the other side and i get it but listen listen miss nicole that was a lot that was a lot of money and them expenses was outrageous okay outrageous like that reese's candy bar that used to be out there was outrageous reese's outrageous candy it was like that okay it was out of this world it was crazy okay but it's not over the divorce is still going they it's not finalized so she will probably still get something just not two million dollars a month which is a lot of money and congratulations to miss Nicki minaj Nicki minaj is a brand new mommy she gave birth to a baby we don't know if it's a boy or a girl lonnie love did try to drop some tea and say it was a girl then she had to backtrack so we don't know it may or may not be a baby girl but congratulations to Nicki minaj anyway and scissor had to come and clarify some news because Drake dropped a song with 21 Savage and Metro Boomin's Mr. Right Now is the name of the song and he said that he was dating SZA back in 08 and people was like wait a minute 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 wait no no wait 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 Drake she was a minor and she jumped out she was like nah actually I started dating him in 09 it would have made me over 18 so all is good you know he wasn't a pedophile or anything so uh, 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 I don't know and I really at this point don't care and Mr. Takashi 69 is back in the news again. It kind of got a little bit buried in the sauce because of all the things going on. He allegedly overdosed on caffeine diet pills, but his attorney has come out and saying that that's not true. He's saying that that is false. That is not what happened to him, but he was hospitalized. So I guess we well wishes to him too, you know um thoughts and prayers for him i hope he gets better as well but yes allegedly there may have been a overdose on his part so this has been the top 10 trending topics of the week so let's get into these two interviews that we have 
The first one is with C Drip. The second one is Mr. Royce Massingale from the Royce's Rant. So let's see what we got going on with Mr. C Drip. All right, everybody, we have a guest today, so I'm excited. I have talked to this gentleman before, and I'm talking to him again. He has a brand new song out, so we're going to talk about his song, and we're going to talk about his career, but before I can do that, I have to introduce him. Welcome to Millennials Anonymous, Cedrip. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well. Thank you for coming through. I appreciate you for being here. I know that you're technically Generation Z, so I appreciate you coming to Millennials Anonymous. So let's let's find out about you. So who's the man behind the drip? Oh, I know I asked you before, but we're on a brand new platform. There's certain people that may not know. So tell us about you. Who are you? How did you get started? Where are you from? Okay, see, I am CJ. Everyone call me CJ. Uh, I love sports. Football's my favorite. Okay, football season. Who's your team? I like the Browns, you know. I was I was hoping you did not say that. Um, of all oh, the no. <laughs> That's unfortunate, but I'm a Ravens fan, so I have to say that. Ooh, Ravens? <laughs> yeah, Baltimore Ravens. I yes, big trust, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, we just beat y'all, so it's it's okay. It's fine. It's you fine. Come back, come back a little bit. You'll see. Come back. <laughs> I, I mean, y'all haven't been good since Jim Brown, but that's fine. We'll move past that. I, I'm not. I'm not going to hold that against you that you're not a Ravens fan. I'm not. You're, you're from Cleveland, right? Yeah. That makes sense. So tell us a little bit about like where did your name come from? Because you're, you're C Drip, and I'm assuming it means because you got the swag. But is that where your name comes from? Uh, yes and no. Okay. All right. So. As I said, everyone calls me CJ, so we spell drip with a J for C, like C drip because my name. But I got it from uh, one of my friends in the group chat I'm in because I was look, I was asking everybody like, what's a good stage name I should have? And then someone said that because so Young Thug and Gunna and all them they created the drip. So, um, and are they big influences on you, Young Thug you and okay? coming from cleveland dj cochise is your dad is that right how what was that like growing up with a father that's actually already in the industry well it's cool because he always dj at like little events that he'll take me and my uh, older brother to but what was oh, it yeah. explain to us because you know you were saying that he used to take you out is that where a lot of your musical influence comes from yeah yeah i guess he motivated me to uh to do my own music because you know it runs in the family bloodline okay my other brother he djs too he started off rapping though at first when he was younger okay first. younger your older brother is a dj your dad is a dj and you said i don't want to dj uh, why i know i thought I, I like the feeling of just making my own music listening to it Everybody okay okay i got you so you you like being in the front because a dj has to kind of take a back seat you rather be in the front you get the shine yeah okay i could see that i could see that he got the the dreads going you you got the little bit of the the, the drakeness i can see it i mean drake doesn't have dreads but i can see the drakeness in the face you like a combo i got you i got yeah. you i like it i like the swag now you're going through 
COVID. So COVID-19 as a brand new artist, you're coming into this brand new. How has this impacted you? Because you can't tour. You, you can't really go out to venues. You, you can't do a whole lot of a big press run. How has this impacted you as a brand new artist who's really coming out in the time of COVID? Um, I'm not going to say it's too bad. I feel like for like the bigger artists already, it's bad for them because they have shows and stuff they got to do. But since I'm a new artist, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool because I could like stay at home and just record all day. So it's a good thing for a new a newer artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you start oh. like doing shows and stuff, then it's probably not as good. Okay. Do you do you miss the interaction though? Because I know some part of being a brand new artist is really mingling with a lot of these people, and you can't. It's kind of stopped you from doing that. Yeah. I don't know. I only I only really uh, talk to my friends that rap. We hang out still. All day, right. So. I, I can appreciate that. Now you have a brand new song that's mm-hmm. that's out now. The name of the song is Dead Wrong. So explain oh, the yeah. sound to us and the meaning of the song and any collabs that you did with or on the song. Okay. So the sound is just like, like singing, rapping, like melody type of rap. And then with the meaning behind it, it's just a little altercation I had with one of my friends. Okay. And then I was put it out on the song. Okay, so is this is a ang- would you say that the vibe is a- a- like a angry feel? Is this like is this a hype you up song? Like if you going to play, let's say football, you going to play football? Is this the song mm-hmm. you put on, or is this the song like you reflected? It's like I reflected, but with the like how the beat goes, you could use it to uh, turn up though. You could. Okay. You should have sent it to your boy Odell back when he played us. I don't know. Maybe he needed it. Um, but let's. I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. I really am. But we're gonna play the song. Um, so that everybody can hear hear the song. So I need you, C Drip, to roll to your song for those that may not have heard it, so that they can hear your song. So you gotta pump it. You gotta hype it up. So when Odell Beckham hears this, he can be like, "Listen, we're gonna have to play this for the Browns, so we can actually win more than three games this season." So tell them, <laughs> pump it up for them. They're wrong. All right, so we're going to play Dead Wrong. It's the song that you need to play if you're playing football or even if you're sitting in your room reflecting on a beef or problem you may or may not have. So let's let's roll to that. Walla Beats. Slime by her, but you said though. Broke me down to let go. Just woke up in her bedroom. Ain't sure I know that you did wrong. Put a teeth spot in that air though. Make me drop my damn phone. But we start getting money, that's how they act though. Mostly nigga act funny, ain't get a bag though. Big dog, I'm a jet lay low. Big dog, she did, I say so. If nigga keep trying your look, you could have been gone. I don't know who's really with me. Got my girl here to lift me. Thought my dogs were kin to me, but my dogs were friend of me. They say that you support me, then how you abort me? Fake ass nigga, why these nigga be so corny? Real ass bitch by me, I know she adore me. Get right behind it, shot it, I know she want more of me. Slime by her, but you said though. 
broke me down to let go Just woke up in her bedroom Ain't sure I know that you did wrong Put a bitch flat in the air though Make me drop my damn phone But we start getting money, that's how they act though My sweet nigga ain't funny, ain't get a bag though Big dog, I'm a just lay low Big dog, she do it, I say so that's what I said for Nigga keep trying to look, you could've been gone I'm smoking moon rock, make you moonwalk Molly Santan, open up, make your bitch talk I don't pause ass, you don't wanna get me pissed off As a pill to these bitches, man, they come to Christmas I can't even see y'all Chanel, double C, yeah Pearls on my glasses, can't nobody fuck with me Under my chain, I'm so clean, yeah Slide my hurt, but you said though Broke me down to Legos Just woke up in her bedroom Ain't sure I know that you did wrong Put a spot in the air though Make me drop my damn phone But we start getting money, that's how they act though Mostly nigga funny, ain't get a bag though Big dog, I'm in jail, lay low If nigga keep trying your luck, you could've been gone That we, we just heard dead wrong. So where can people listen to it? So if they're like, man, I really want to download this song, where can they get it from? It's on other streaming sites like Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon. Okay. Uh, title title all of it yes yes i told you last time i'm in the beehive so i got title more than maybe the only people that have title but title is dope it actually plays the artist i think a little more than the other streaming sites people will be they be sleeping on title title is good you just you know they got issues like everybody else but they good they're good they decent so who's on your radar tell us so so people that you want to collaborate with if this was a dream world either newer artists or a bigger artist where if you could pull them in on your debut album, who would you be looking for? Uh, I'd probably look for Lil Uzi. Okay. One or the other. Okay. Why? Why Lil Uzi? Because they both kind of fit the vibe that I'm going for. This next mix, this next project I got coming. All right. So listen, if y'all, if you, if y'all hear it. He's saying that he wants to he wants to collaborate with you. Now, how not mulatto? Uh, she's really big right now, and I was I, I insta stalked you a little bit, and I saw that you had a picture with her. Is there a collaboration? Could there be a collaboration, or is that just like a meet and greet? That was a meet and greet, but there could be a collaboration coming. Shoot, I'm always down. I'm ready. Okay. All right, so it could be coming potentially. She she's blowing up right now, so she's has songs everywhere. So I can see that. I could, <laughs> yeah, I can see it. The like like the light skin connection. I could see it. We need to get this. We need to connect it and bring it. We need to bring it to fruition. Come on, let's do this. And so we know that your song is coming out now. Tell us a little bit about your former songs so that people can also listen to to them because. I think you had one that came out in was that June or July? Uh, yeah, bet it. Same thing. Where can people can they get them from the same streaming platforms? Is there an album coming? 
there's uh that's on soundcloud and you can there's a music video too on youtube if you look at okay but i do got a mixtape coming up soon though all right i like it i like it so we're waiting for your album it should be i mean your mixtape will be out 2020 or 2021 i'm sure for 2020 so late yeah christmas album maybe like around that time mm-hmm Okay, so we're going to get an end of the year, maybe a New Year's mixtape. So make sure you listen out for that. Make oh, sure yeah. that you go watch the video, Bet It. And Dead Wrong has a video as well, doesn't it? Mm-hmm, just dropped like two weeks ago, maybe. All right, so I got my, my, my brother Hot Boy Keys in there. My okay. Or he rapper too. My boy Bam, he be rapping too. Okay. Who else in there? Hate the Sober and... My boy Cam, my other boy Cam. Okay, and y'all don't have a collab yet? No, not yet. See, uh, you gotta be using your friends. You gotta connect. Since <laughs> <laughs> you out here, you gotta you gotta put him on. He gotta be on the mixtape. I'm telling you, but it's a really good video. So make sure you go check out Bet It and check out Dead Wrong on YouTube. And they can find you on YouTube under what name? C Drip, C Space J R I P. Okay, so make sure you go to YouTube, watch both videos, and make sure you find him on all of the major streaming platforms so that you can stream his music. He is an independent artist. He needs y'all to go. Listen, go stream the song as many times. Just put it on a loop. Put it on repeat and keep playing it. Yes, well, I appreciate you coming through. You can come back once your album drops and once we get that mulatto that that mix that connection you know you can pay me in nickels if it happens i'm just saying because I, I put it <laughs> i put it out there in the world but i appreciate you so make sure you come back make sure you follow him on all major social media platforms you can find him in c drip as well and make sure you watch all of his videos and stream his music go ahead it's c drip one c j r i p and the number one all right so you do that thanks so much for coming through we appreciate you thank you for having me Absolutely. Well, we have a guest today, another one. So actually, this will be two um, in one show, which is typically unusual, but we got two. So we are talking to Mr. Royce from Royce's Rant. So if you're you're not already kind of like, we're podcasters, so we're going to talk. We we talk. That's what we do. And I'm also a little bit of a researcher and I like to look people up. And before I got on here, I was like, you shocked me a little bit. And he was like, what do you mean? (laughs) Um, Because you you got a whole, it's a whole thing about you. Now you're going to have to explain this one to me. Yeah, tell tell me. So this is what it says on Instagram. So you're an African-American activist, community organizer. Social libertarian, conservative, neutral party member. So, what the fuck does that mean? So that does that mean that it's a black dude that doesn't like to pay taxes and has a white woman? Is that is that what we're going with? Is that what we is that where we're at? No, no, Did I get it? no, well, no, no. All of them, all of them are wrong. You know what I'm saying? Okay. There's one year I didn't pay taxes though, so you were right about that. Okay. You did what I'm saying, and I don't know who that was. I think it might have been my twin who wasn't doing that. On my twin. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I arrested. Yeah, something he was like lying. that. He was lying. Yeah, yeah. Y'all have a long lost twin somewhere. You know what I mean? But well, see, actually, my producer came up with it after we had a lot. Uh, shout out to Joshua Levin, my producer man. But uh, we uh, shout out to him. Yeah, man. He's dope. Uh, been my been my best friend and partner for about 13, 14 years, and Ooh. he came up with that because we had a we had a conversation because he 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 be challenging me. He's like, 
what okay. are you who are you you know what i'm saying like what, what are you where where are you at in your life when it comes to this and i'm like man i like this and i like this and so we were kind of looking up terminologies and definitions of certain things right mm-hmm. like, he said man you, you're a social guy like you're, you're a fair guy you, you want this for everybody but then you don't go go overboard because you want people to you know what i'm saying to work for certain things too you know what i mean so that's where the conservative the conservative side comes on you know comes got you where it's like all right, uh, I kind of like the way things are. You know what I'm saying? We just got to bust our ass to get it. But then on the libertarian side, you know what I'm saying? That social side is like, man, I want everybody to have a piece of the pie. You know what I'm saying? And let me show you how to get it. So there's some things I agree with the red, some things I agree with the blue. So that makes me purple. So Okay. Yeah. Minus so the white are one. you registered independent? Um, am I registered independent? Yes. Uh, actually, actually, I'm... I'm still registered uh, as as a Democrat. Actually. I was about to say you don't have to say because you know that's like a bad word to tell yeah, everybody yeah, what, you, it's, what it's you're okay. doing in these. I'm 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 the real Democrat though. You know what I'm saying? But what? Wait, yeah. wait a minute. real? Yeah, yeah. The, I'm the Democrat. That I'm the opposite of what people think. You know what I'm saying? Democrats are man. Real talk. Like okay, I, I'm, what's I, a Democrat? Okay, to me, to me, to me. All right, the Democrat is. I'll keep it real. Democrat is a little bit on the social side. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They they kind of leans over to socialism. The people use socialism like it's just like a bad, a bad word, but then there are certain levels to socialism too. You right. Know what I'm, saying? Uh, I'm not talking about the Venezuela uh socialism. Well, that was Radio. a disaster. That was ridiculous. You know, I'm I'm talking about like subtle socialism, like okay. Medicaid. Yeah. Medicare. Okay. Yes, all, all that jazz. You know, now I do understand with with uh, I know a lot of things with, with the healthcare. People talking about I want free healthcare, free healthcare. I said, all right, well, I would like it too, but understand there's going to be some other things on the scale that's going to be raised up, mm-hmm. like taxes, right? <laughs> and they say every time Democrats come in, you know what I'm saying? Like them tax. I'm like, well, look. Well, I'm taxes even... pay for the Republicans because you have the Republicans. Yeah. They they run up all this debt like now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and somebody got to pay for it. Some, somebody got to pay for it and, and it'd be people like us don't it it is always the the working it seems like the working class or the people that they make too much but not enough yeah and it's almost like the more money you make the less you got to spend that is true and see and i'm trying to get to that part you know what i mean but still keep I am too. values and morals and stuff like that because i know that you can get really caught up in titles and stuff mm-hmm. and you could you could start off poor right and then end up being rich and then change your whole party not like you ain't never kanye. heard of being poor before kanye you know mm-hmm. <laughs> that 3.2 <laughs> billion is, is calling out the name is he is he is it or is it an asterisk by it do uh, we know this for a fact i don't maybe he's worth that much i don't think he has that much in the bank you know that go he probably got 10 percent of that in the bank yeah <laughs> I don't know, but because you, you, you're you're like a social guy too, so you that's the social side of you. I am also registered Democrat, but I am a moderate. Now, in that's, order to have, now I'm trying to get to the Purple Party. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to start the Purple Party down here, which is actually called the People's Party. Uh, okay. Noel Bivens. Noel Bivens was a running Democrat for Tennessee State Rep District Four, and she just got really pissed at the Democratic Party and just everything that was going on. So she was like, "No, nah, I'm, I'm for the people," and we've always been for the people on my podcast, like. It's all okay. about the people. And I'm like, well, um, why not call it the People's Party? But I call it the Purple Party because it's like I'm hearing different views from different people. Everybody wants the same thing. They just got a weird way of go- going about it. You know, they attach their morals to the to policies and politics 
and what I was told from an an an, an op. Okay. That, that the Constitution, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, it, it, it didn't write laws about how you felt. Okay. You know, he was kind of harsh with. I'm like, yeah, I, I guess that's true. But I mean, the people who I did mean, write the Constitution had a feeling. You had a feeling to write the Constitution, so it came from your heart, right? Right. That whole not really a man thing, kind of. That's not what wasn't a fact. Yeah. That was a feeling. Now, what I will say, what I will say, Lisa, is this: within the Constitution, I do agree with the words that are written. It's just they were not. Wait, it was wait, almost wait, like all, it was a contradiction. Mm-hmm. It was a contradiction. Mm-mm. Because now listen, here's the here's what I'm trying to say. Okay. They said all men are created equal. Mm-hmm. Should that be true? I believe so. Yes. Okay. So I believe I believe in the in that vision. I believe in it. I'm not saying that that's what happened. Okay. Understand what was written. I believe. Yeah, that's the way it should be. Yeah. Da da da. All this, but within that, all men are created equal. Black men and women were considered three fifths of a human being. Right. There's the contradiction. You know, so that was based off of how they felt. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like they rearranged the laws mm-hmm. to turn this into aliens because we weren't really all the way human. So we must have been superhuman. I don't know. But, but what about the 13th Amendment? Because that kind of like, yeah. Yeah, the 13th yeah. Amendment was kind of like, you know, giving candy to a baby, you know, to shut them up. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't agree with everything in the Constitution, but I, I am a centrist. Like, I'm not, sometimes I feel like I'm in a, world like an island by myself like i don't necessarily agree (laughs) with everything that's 13 minutes put us right back into slavery so to speak in 1865 technically is when all of us were heard that we were free and you got to think about it man most of us yeah most of us in our minds still wanted to stay because there was no other no there was was, they say you can't come back to these military posts if you don't have no food so it was just like you on your own you couldn't read or write you know, and if you did at that time, like something was gonna happen to you, you know. Yeah, it, so, you they was gonna find out, and they didn't want you to read or write because the most dangerous person is an educated person. Because if you're educated, I can't make you do what I want you to do if you actually are educated. So that's why I'm not gonna get too deep into it. But that's why I really don't subscribe. That's to cool. Religion. And before you go too deep into it, let me let me just let me just top it off right here. Black people were probably it's most were the most successful probably about 10 years five to 10 years after the civil war well i guess that brings up a good point i was going to bring this up later but i'm going to bring it up now all right so do you think that isolation of the black dollar is what's going to help black people overcome in this country isolation of the black dollar um when you say help people, do you mean help black people or help everybody black, else? No, I'm talking about black people. I'm talking about so really elevate black people in this yeah, society. Yeah, I feel like we we need to be. Uh, I think I think the black uh, population needs a one on one on economics, and I'm talking to myself too. So if we isolate and we're only circulating our dollar amongst ourselves, isn't it easier for them to pinpoint? Okay, that's a black community. That's a black community. You don't think that it would be more beneficial for us to take money from everybody um no i i know i do agree i do agree to you now both i agree with both <laughs> okay a lot of races you know the white people especially the chinese and the mexican look on nolensville road in nashville you might as well call it little mexico 
Okay. Because right? they got laundromats, they got restaurants, they got arcades and stuff like that. We come to them, they accept our money. Okay. The thing is, is that what I'm saying for black folks is yes, spend the black dollar in the black communities and black businesses. If we can find some, there's very little and there's they're not as much advertised, especially the further south you go into these smaller these towns. Keep the black dollar circulating. Yes, I would invite other monies in too, but that okay. money you get, let that circulate within the community. Actually, historic uh, statistic fact, <clears throat> um, well over 100 days in 1921 during, well, 1919, 1921 during that red summer in Oklahoma, um they were actually they actually circulated the dollar longer than any city in the country at that time it was well over 100 days okay they kept the dollar circulating and when you keep the dollar circulating man it's it's all going back to that community you know what i'm saying it's keeping jobs in the community um building more jobs in the community boost morale you know what i'm saying um so yeah okay. it's beneficial to do both keep it keep it in and and take it in from anybody yeah but i mean creating a business and circulating the dollar and finding black businesses even though we don't have any distributors like even if we open up stores we're buying the stuff from them so we do need to focus on really becoming the distributors of a lot of these products as opposed to just buying them from other people but that's another issue in and of itself but when it comes down to really trying to elevate what i'm trying to say i guess is can you really elevate in the united states of america become the top tier in the united states of america have more black people sit in those seats if we are only with us if we're not willing to be uncomfortable or sit in those situations that may make you uncomfortable Mm, can we do it i I believe we can do it but i believe we're going to be disturbed a little bit okay we're going to have some disturbance I think I think think, I'm not going to say the same thing that happened in 100 years ago is going to happen now. But there's they always find a way to defame what you're trying to build. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, if we were to build a Wakanda here in Tullahoma, right? Mm -hmm. It always seems to be somebody in your community that don't like what you're doing. Okay. Just like in Belly. He eating that banana is a that shit <laughs> the dudes came all the way from new york and set up shop i'm gonna drop a dime on them. you know what i'm saying like, right always that there's always that so okay. it's not only you have to look for the look out for the opposition but then you have to look within your within within your own you know what i'm saying because we have been conditioned even since slavery to turn against each other hence the Lynch letters and stuff like right. that that's a real. lot of people i'm gonna t- i'm gonna keep it real i think a lot of our black folks don't really appreciate a true activist you know what i'm saying putting his life on the line i just i just i don't feel they feel that anymore. how so how so because we respect i mean everybody that we consider like i guess a martyr in modern day times we respect them we put okay, okay i say name one the colin like people put colin kaepernick in that lane okay as a martyr because they're saying that he gave up his career to try to bring awareness to criminal justice reform. What about Colin Kaepernick? Do you think he do you think he gave up his career? Do you want me to be real with you? Yeah, I want you to be real. 
<laughs> All right, so I'm about to piss off a bunch of people. Okay. <laughs> so before that, they asked him about voting, and he pretty much said black people shouldn't vote. And he said stuff like that time and time and time and time again. So I think he's an imperfect messenger for okay. the cause because you can't say I want police reform with no vote. I'm not 100% sold, but a lot of people believe that he is a modern day martyr. He's a modern day Martin Luther King. But so, yeah. yeah what, what are uh, your thoughts on Colin? Um Colin uh Colin man, I'm keep it real. First, you know what I'm saying, I was kind of excited cuz I didn't know what was going on, you know what I'm saying? Cuz I you know, of course, you know what I'm saying, he already had Buku's of money prior to that. You know, he had been the multiple playoffs, Super Bowl stuff like that, right? If mm-hmm. I'm correct, I think they won one during this during this time. They didn't. We um the Ravens, oh, my team, um <clears throat> beat them. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're gonna act like that didn't even happen. Oh so. yeah, those uh, shitty ass Tennessee Titans. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm still not over that. Going on right here. Yeah, I'm not over that. But go you ahead. Know, Colin, I, I started to question what was he doing it for, and did he know what he was up against? Did he realize that it was going to spark such attention and uh, a complete movement? I don't think so. I don't think so either. So I think I think he kind of rode that wave, like oh. Okay, I gotta do something now. All right, I, I gotta stick to it. I, I just think okay. that in this day and age, we are so temporary. Mm. We, go with, we go with trends. We really don't look into what we believe in. Okay. We say we believe in. We just kind of ride the way. This looks good, just like it looked good in 68 Olympics. You know what I'm saying? It looked good. But at the end of the day, what kind of example are you or what kind of example or what are, what example are you saying what are you trying to say let's just say this he did this during this is like during like the height of all this police brutality which is actually right. been going on forever and ever it just it's now being filmed media's right i'm not gonna hold that against him though you yeah. know not nah, you know what i'm saying but my thing is just like yeah we're not gonna do any research on, on why we doing it we're just gonna do it because Black people are we 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 coming emotional right now. You know what I'm saying? Black you know you're about to piss a bunch of people off, right? That's true. You know, you know what I'm just saying. Black you know? people, black people are emotional. I'm hell. I'm Aren't emotional. All too. people emotional. Huh? All, all people. All, all, all people. people. Oh, so now we're gonna do all people. We're so gonna all lives matter the now. shit out of this one. This is all, all people are all emotional. people. Okay, all people are emotional, but, but I'm gonna keep it real. Black people just got a little bit more hood mad in us. It's what I call hood mad. You know what I'm saying? That 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 struggle mad. That that trailer park mad ain't something you want to fuck with. Oh, you know what? That's true too. Now nah, that's true too. I, I I agree with you on that. So that I'm, ain't I'm, mild. Yeah. Okay. I'm. But I'm gonna say it like this though. I'm gonna say it like this. Um. All in all, I just think regardless, I don't care. Um. If a if a black woman or a black man comes and says I'm running for this or we're doing this for this and da da you get excited. It's cool. I got excited too when Obama was president. I voted for him as president in 08, but I didn't in 2012 because I got caught up in the hype. You know but what I'm saying? when you look at it now, let's you know jump into the, another topic mm-hmm. with the whole with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. There, the Republicans are gonna completely for years sway the Supreme Court and everything that we hold near and dear to us police reform um when we're talking about criminal justice reform all of these things are probably gonna get to the supreme court Mm -hmm. how does that make you feel now because it's like it's not really a whole lot we can we can do at this point when people say hey i'm gonna sit out the president doesn't matter but it does 
Yes. And he appointed, what, 160-some-plus judges? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that was the only time I didn't vote. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to um, make you feel bad. Yeah, no, that's okay. But I'm make you feel bad. But I really don't. I really didn't feel bad about it at all. Especially when you come out out with a with a whole mixtape about it. Like I was not look, I one of my lines was my cousin was getting mad at me and I was like, you know, excuse me not for waking up and picking cotton balls. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't trying to be disrespectful, just trying to be like, I'm not gonna be in that oppressed state to where woe is me. I'm gonna we done figured out the truth. We know what's going on, we know what they're trying to do, and we're trying to get up out of the matrix. So no, I understand my auntie. You know, was picking cotton. I understand you as her daughter were picking cotton because you know it wasn't too many jobs available. Auntie only had three, only had four grades of school. You know what I'm okay. saying? Out. So I understand that, but you're not gonna get me to do that now. Oh, okay. You can't get black people to pick no daggum cotton. You tell a black person that we some cocky sport motherfuckers right now. <laughs> we got our rights. You know what I'm saying? We is some bougie motherfuckers. We's not. We not picking up no cotton. I'll be damned. I know I'm. I'm not. I, I'll be damned. We need jobs and stuff like that. All right, we got to pick out in this cotton food. We'll look at you like you crazy, bro. Right <laughs> I don't care if you're paying me to pick cotton. No, but these conversations remind me of your YouTube. Is that separate from your podcast? Because I was some of these topics like does size matter? Can yeah. pro black and have an, in, an interracial relationship? Yeah, I got all types of stories with that. Yeah, I mean that came from the first season. That first season, I wanted everybody to know who I was. Okay. Was. Are they separate or the same podcast than the YouTube? I'll let the audience decide that. Okay. But but it, it just it just it just mm. and I guess I guess I guess one of your questions you might ask is like okay so you see the you see the contrast mm-hmm. in season one and season two so right. season one. I'm letting you know the real rap raw about me. You know what I'm saying? My my credit card fraud days. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my weed days. You know, selling drugs and shit like that. Like, okay, I mean, we can talk about that later. But what happens in the second season is I, I started to find my purpose on what I really wanted to do. Actually, I knew what I wanted to do. Okay. That first season, I wanted to get me out of the way because I ain't got. I'm, I know I'm going to be judged. But just in case anybody want to pull something out, you know, like oh, you okay? Well, y'all already said it. Like I'm unapologetic about being sexually abused you know what i'm saying by the same sex for five years okay i'm not ashamed, I'm not ashamed of uh of being in cheating relationships you know what i'm saying of, of my past i'm not ashamed of, of, of being promiscuous i'm not ashamed of selling weed i'm not okay. ashamed of the credit card fraud and stuff like that that i didn't cop for and statute of limitations i can talk about now so okay you know <laughs> yeah we don't know don't no incrimination no nah, they all good it's my twin brother Okay. So, yeah. But oh yeah, that's when that that one you told me yeah. about. Okay, got you, got you. The second season, you know, what I'm saying we started off with a former colleague of mine from high school. Uh, she uh, was a Hall of Fame basketball player here in Tullahoma, and she became a police officer in Nashville, Tennessee. And during, shout out to Nashville. Yeah, by the way. shout out to Nashville, man. Uh, during her fifth or sixth year of being in the academy, she was actually raped by a fellow police officer. Really. Um, Yep. Um, it's wow. all printed up in there. Monica, Monica Blake. Monica Blake. She told a story. Um, the, the charges got dropped from rape to sexual assault. She ended up suing the department for. Oh my goodness. For money that should have been it should have been more to be honest. But she sued the department. You know what I'm saying? And now she's uh you know actually she got blessed with a job down here to teach criminal justice. Go figure. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> So that was a blessing in disguise, you know what I'm saying? But uh, once we decided to see the effect that it had for interviewing her, 
and the rallies that I went to in Murfreesboro, how that happened. Look, I was just going to get some weed. I was going to beat my guy at a rally. Couldn't mm-hmm. find him, so I ended up filming the rally. Next thing you know, I got a bullhorn in my hand leading 200 people to the police station and on the news. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All, All right. That. All that from just getting some weed. So I knew <laughs> at that point, I was like, okay, God, I know what you want me to do. I know what I want to do, but you're using one of my vices to get my attention. So sure. in search of green, I ended up leading people and coming up with ways to work with the youth in the community. And here I am now. So that, that's where the politics come into. Cause I'm like, well, if I'm going to be involved in the community and I want to help, you know, especially my black youth out, especially from where I'm from here, I know I have to get involved in politics and see who's shaking and moving, who, who has okay. the key to this. So it's really more like of me learning. So a lot of people would say, uh, like, man, you got a lot of white people on your show. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm from Tullahoma where only 12 black people graduated. You know what I'm saying? And Wait then like night and day, I go to a HBCU. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Did you just oh. say 12? 12. So if you had extra fingers, you could count everybody on your, your fingers. Yeah. I can use my toes. That's crazy. But is that oh, do you live in a town like that now where you're predominantly This white? probably only it's not even 10% black people here, it's but like 9%. Now I'm gonna make you take your black card out because I don't know Yeah, yeah. yeah if you got know. one. Okay. Do you have a black card? Did did you did you watch Boys in the Hood? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You you seen the Wiz? Yeah. Okay. Do you have Kool-Aid and sugar in your house at the same time? At the same time. Matter of fact, I don't even I don't use no measuring cup. Okay. <laughs> a measuring cup. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm just I'm what what flavor? What are it the flavors? Depends. It depends. I mean, red is usually my favorite though. Okay, good. You said I, it. All right. I, I like I, the, if you was gonna say tropical punch or something, I was like, mm-mm. But see, it's red. The flavor like is red. red though. You know why I like the red? Because this is weird though, but I like the stain that it leaves in the mouth. It just lets you know you put enough sugar in it. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like the stains of I, I don't drink so I mean I'm talking to you, but I don't even really drink Kool-Aid like that. Oh, so now we now you over here talking about black cards and you don't even drink I know. Kool-Aid. I know what I do don't you, do drink aid now drink aid is the hood black you can do drink aid I'd rather drink Kool-Aid like if I'm going okay. to drink something it it has to be the name brand one I can't I can't well, do drink that. aid is a name brand but it's like a knockoff though so I mean I get it's like a coke and a Pepsi but to me Pepsi is a brand I'm not gonna lie Pepsi shout me out if you want to sponsor you know whoever came out first is the name brand and then somebody asked them when it's a knockoff right you know it's the brand when you got you you, they put a little coke in it that's that's the brand so cheerios is like the originator right but then when you have o's is that a knockoff because o's is something different though o's i like o's better than cheerios i didn't even know about o's really until they don't talk up you can actually let them sit for five minutes and they'll be good i i don't know cheerios is like that too don't don't be fucking with Cheerios. Yeah, Cheerios, yeah. It, okay. this, this not Frosted Flakes. Now Frosted Flakes is that mushy shit that if you leave it in the milk, it's gonna be mushy. Yeah, kind of like Fruity Pebbles. You gotta eat it fast. Yeah. See, I don't, I can't fucks with Fruity Pebbles because it, the color and the mix it's just I can't. Now it's I'm, got gluten free, so it don't taste right no more. Is it gluten free? That was what it needed. It needed the gluten. That was what held it together as a oh, kid. Now it just tastes like uh, baked paper. 
<laughs> well, first of all, he called me Lies um, when we met. He was like, is your name Lies? And I was like, why would, why would my name be Lies? But I'm going to let that slide. We're gonna we're gonna roll past that. I before E except at the C, right? Y- yes, but my name is not lies. Listen, don't be calling me lies. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. It's not my name is not lies. People, don't put it in the comments. Don't don't send me no messages. My name is Lise. Okay, but let's talk about your background let's a little bit. So you've been through it. Mm. You've you've been through it, and it's interesting that you are an African American man who is talking openly about sexual assault because, like, we heard it, like, you know, with DMX kind of coming out and saying, and he's been saying it for years, but we kind of overlook it. And I think when you see men who have faced sexual abuse or sexual assault as a kid, mm-hmm. we don't take it seriously. True. And look, I just told I, I just told my Baba about it anybody about it for the first time when i was like 27 you know what i'm saying which was roughly about uh almost 10 years ago right okay um you were how old were you when it started seven okay so you were a baby yeah from like seven to eleven seven to eleven seven to twelve it, it happened um i told my mom about it not even 10 years ago and she was just like floored she was like why didn't you tell me so i would have killed that dude i'm like well mom i was seven i didn't know and this was a relative like a connection or neighbor to live two houses away from me he was like 12 13 years old um remember the name clearly you know what i'm saying um playing sega genesis in my my mom's room and stuff um i think my mom might have been upstairs or something like that cooking and like the first time it happened you know what i'm saying like straight up you know what i'm saying the dude performed oral oral sex on me and i I thought it was i thought it was something normal i didn't know nothing about it you know well you were um, seven yeah yeah and so i imagine continue playing video games like oh okay uh i guess and um it just became like a habit you know what i'm saying uh different places um i i, I didn't feel violated and i'll tell you what i felt uh i felt confused i was a little confused because okay you know he was saying stuff like you know uh you know i, I feel like a girl inside and, and shit like that and i'm like how you feel like a girl you know what i'm saying like now mind you i don't i don't know about the anatomy or nothing of a woman i just know i got something dangling down there okay you know and um but I, and I was confused on why he kept saying that about himself you know so from there um as he was doing that to me i found other kids that were in the same situation as i was and uh, I, I had about two two other friends my age that we were doing that to each other i was gonna ask you is that what kind of stemmed your being promiscuous mm-hmm. were you overcompensating for what happened to you i feel like i was yeah i felt like uh i was making up for what was done to me but I, for some reason i couldn't explain well which i knew what it was but i had a high sexual libido okay you know what i'm saying i'm talking about to the point to where i this may sound weird this is gonna throw you off all right but I could smell a woman. I mean, if you could, maybe she just wasn't fresh. Like I'm, I'm not. I'm not. No, I, I could, I could just smell her sexual aroma whenever I felt like they were like pheromones. Kind of like that. I just didn't know what to call it. I just knew that that particular chick was down. I, I began to sense when that chick was down to like to get down. 
I knew it when a woman was a freak. By the okay. way, that I could I could smell well, her essence. I've been with chicks that 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 you would think was like you know what I'm saying, valedictorian, and just stayed in her seat like and did her like studies. The All the women I've been with have this some type of attract attraction that I like about them. It okay. could be the way they talk. It could be their eyes or even their nose. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, oh, damn. Like, okay. Cute. That's wow. interesting. Yeah, that's it's weird. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that before, but I, men are strange creatures. Yeah, we, we are. I, yeah, men are very, very strange. <laughs> have, do you, have you seen your abuser since it happened? The last time I saw him, I might have been in high school um, when I came up to visit my mom. I was at the sportsplex in Nashville, like ice skating and stuff. Okay. I I had ran into him then, you know, just didn't really say much, you know, just kind of froze. And the last time I saw his mom, I saw her. I saw her like 2015 at a grocery store one time, you know what I'm saying? Of course. Okay. she didn't. I'm. She didn't know what was going on at the time. You know, it was just awkward seeing her. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I could man. imagine. You yeah. Know, like, she didn't know what was going on in his back room. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just, and it's, I just kind of think now. I'm like, man, I, I wonder what he's doing. I wonder if he's like all the way gay, or is he in the closet? Is he married with kids and doing stuff behind you know closed doors? You know, because he seemed like that type. Okay. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Gotcha. But I haven't spoke to him. Like I ain't even bothered really looking them up i could probably look them up easy Blame. a lot of yeah. black folks are uh, don't like to talk about stuff like that you know because it, it happens in our families and, and it does stuff. it's just like a taboo i think it goes all the way back to even them slavery days we were being molested yeah. and raped and master was telling them to shut up and don't say nothing i don't care if my wife's pregnant or not i don't care if you pregnant or not i'm gonna kill that baby if you say something that da like that's a generational thing too that's very very true it's very true and it's unfortunate and i think that's why we see things like what happens with R. Kelly, we tend to get mad at the girls as opposed to this is a grown ass man that shouldn't be doing this. Like, no, we're not going to get mad at him. Okay. Cause you like to step in the name of love. Okay. No, right. I, so I'm, I like Joe Budden and I like Charlamagne. I like them both. And he brought up a good point. Uh, Joe Budden did. He was saying, because there's a boom. Oh, you said podcast. Joe Budden. I thought you said Joe Biden. Budden. Oh, yeah. I like them both. Yeah, my bad. Let's go. No, you're fine. Button. Okay. From the JBP podcast. Yes. He made a he said a quote and it was it was pretty profound. It was like, who is the kingmaker? Is it the one that runs the kingdom? Or is it the person that makes it? Who is really responsible for this boom? And because the small podcasts don't really get credit for it. It's always the celebrities who have this backing who built this kingdom small ones just like small businesses mean mean here in america small businesses are the heart of america small podcasts are the heart of, of, of the podcast you know why because we are the blueprint of the reason why they're so big now because as we, well we, he as said we he's, he's the blueprint that's what i'm saying like he is we i i, I came he is we. you think I, he's you know. us okay but my point is is that nobody was doing podcasts like he was especially black Okay. Like he was really doing a podcast, except there was no platform for it. So let me just go on YouTube and do it, right? So okay. as the years went on, you know what I'm saying? Other people were slick doing podcasts too, but they were forgetting about Joe Budden because he wasn't on the radar, the mainstream gotcha. radar. All of a sudden, Spotify picks him up, whatever, da 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 da. They're seeing how he's running it. And now they're like, oh, well, now we got a podcast department now. Like, because, you know, Spotify was just music. Right. So now they got a podcast department and, 
come on now you can't say that they weren't peeking over and how joe bum was do it they built that around him and then offered other people that i don't feel is as hot as him a lot of money well i mean we're not gonna say that joe rogan is not the king he, of yeah the but it, it, he's not the king of the i'm not gonna say he's not the king of the pies like i'm gonna get the king of the pie to 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 to, to uh, howard stern true because he's been doing this he's the og though that's the that's the that's the that's the day one that's the day one, you, know <laughs> the day one. you gotta Rogan. throw wendy in there too yeah, wendy so, too yeah she had that exclusive interview with oj simpson that and whitney that, that debacle yeah, yeah look him so <laughs> <laughs> but you know um i i'm not i'm not taking it away from taking anything away from joe rogan but like i just don't identify with him true i mean he's he's well he's a conservative like you i mean he's in your wheelhouse i mean he's just just white but he's in your wheelhouse but what's your issue with charlemagne like because i know you okay, don't okay, really okay. agree I, with now, the way charlemagne yeah. now i like I, now I like i like charlemagne don't get me don't get me wrong here it's just that sometimes i think he can be a little bougie and he'll play he'll he'll play both sides of the fence sometimes bougie you know yes charla yes yes when the radio is cut off he is i ain't gonna say he's tap dancing but you know he moonwalking a little bit where you, you know hear this from a, a blog did you hear from a blog no i this is pure discernment and just being in the radio business and like re me reading people like okay okay listen, charlemagne you know i do respect his growth because before he was the messy king you know what i mean he'd get on all types of shit and, and right. he'll, he'll get up under your skin but if you notice charlemagne only picks with people he feel like he can pick with he ain't fucking with jeezy he ain't fucking with gucci man you know what i'm saying I mean, you know that he called gucci man the boogie monster hip-hop you know you could tell he was terrified when gucci man was in the building. i mean he's run from a couple people but we're not but he gonna talk that shit though like he talked he'll, he'll talk to black women like like they're crazy True. especially especially if they promiscuous oh golly but let a dude be promiscuous uh, my boy you know what i'm saying even telling these young kids even the young kids that were coming up in the day and stuff the little groups and stuff like that hey are y'all fucking yet bro like you encouraging them but then for a woman it's just like how do you feel about do you feel like that you're giving you know like he, he's that is true that is true i will say that there's a, a little bit of a double standard on charlotte charlemagne's yeah. part but i think it's just in general there's a double standard everywhere but because he's so outspoken i would have hoped he would have been the one that stood up and said something yeah. but i'm not gonna hate on the because you know their beef is really between how to get the bag you know right. joe budden started the joe budden tv and i'm really happy for him he's so dope i would love to talk to joe budden one day yeah. Um, he he got a lot going on right now, though. Um, but we gonna leave that alone. Yeah. But see, Charlemagne, this is where this is my problem. To answer your question, with Charlemagne, right now, like he be so slick trying to make it seem like okay. He's saying, well, you, you're going about it the wrong way. One of his term, one of his terms, he said was, you know, it's it's not how much you're worth, it's how much you can negotiate. That right there, I don't like that mentality. I don't like that mentality. First off, like. Okay. What do, you, what do you mean? What you're trying you to say? You mean when is, he was on the brilliant idiots? When yeah. He said that. Okay. It's not. It's not what you. It's not what you're worth. Is what you. Okay. I hear what you're saying, but see, you're only setting that bar for when you talk to white corporations. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not interested in how much you're worth. They're interested in how much you can negotiate, where it's not coming much out of their pockets. 
You know what I'm saying? Like you should be, and I'm gonna say this to all my black podcasters out there. You should be confident in your worth. Be honest about how much you feel like you're worth. Count in all the time you put in, count in all the equipment you've bought. You know what I'm saying? Thousands and thousands of dollars. And then equivalate how much that uh, that equipment that you bought, what it could possibly do, its potential. Like, oh, okay, I can make money doing this. This can do this, this can do that, the value of it. Yeah. And over the time that you've been doing your work, multiply that shit and come out with a dollar, multiply that by three. Shit. Because we're talking about, uh, you know a show like what's like shows like yours and mm-hmm. all stuff it doesn't depreciate what i like about it is because we're coming up with new topics every week you know have a new guest every week you feel what i'm saying there's always something new always something to talk about so that doesn't depreciate especially if you have relevant topics so yeah True. that value goes up so my black men and women out there with their businesses don't devalue yourself i'm talking to myself too because i was doing that big time so you think like that charlemagne devalued himself to an extent i think he's just scared to jump out there alone and he needed a little boost from the white corporations i mean but Was when it a you good move a strategic move would i say a strategic move yes but i'm waiting to see what he's gonna do afterwards okay like when, the, when the contract is dried up now are you gonna continue to stick with them or are you gonna allow your other 17 other podcasts to branch off and do their own thing because right I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but on a stance of being realistic and getting shit done, mm-hmm. Charlemagne was able to get 17 people a bag. Yep. Whereas, you know, Joe, which I can appreciate Joe because we're independent, you're independent. Yep. So we're doing this in a grind. So that's why when I say Joe is the king of black podcasts, Joe is the king. So when we, we look to him to tell and say, okay, this is what's going on in the industry. Mm-hmm. But he only brought was able to bring one show but do you know why and here's the point i'm trying to make here too and it and it only it makes sense because think about this i had i had a show the other other week and i called it 300 years behind okay because during slavery um mississippi was actually the fourth uh they were making they were in the top five as far as the money that they were making in the world that one state just that one state was Mi- did you say world. mississippi mississippi billions and billions and billions and billions of, billions of dollars made fourth in the world in uh cotton and the commerce that you know the, the money mm-hmm. that they were making off of it right okay you got to think how many businesses were made off of those billions of dollars railroads that were built banks that were built schools that were built flipped that's just one state and imagine how much money was circulated for 240 some odd years free labor true we get impatient we want that dollar right now that's cool but don't think that those white people out there with those corporations didn't start from the ground up true you know what i'm saying it took took some years to get to where they're at and that's what it's going to take from us but we can't get where they're getting with their with their money we appreciate you coming can you tell people what royce's rant is how they can listen to it and how they can tune in yeah man well actually you can, you can find you can find royce's rant on facebook uh you could type in royce's rant podcast or just royce massingill it'll it'll pull up um you can find me on anchor and royce royce's rant uh apple podcast royce's rant spotify royce's rant ig royce's rant um, pretty much everything Royce's rant and what Royce's rant is about, it's really just the voice of the for the people, man. Like I always my thing is 
leaving that link up there for people to come in on the chat and speak on particular topics. And he does uh, do that. That's really awesome. Yeah, man. I like to tap in. Uh, yeah, I speak politics. I speak social matters. And actually, starting next Thursday, we're going to have uh, another show up under us. And it's going to be called um, The Prescription with Dr. Anatomy. Uh, oh, he's, what's he's that author, about? Uh, he's, the do- he's the author of a book called Anatomy of a Cheater. And, okay. Uh, he's a life coach, uh, tantra sex coach relationship coach oh and, shit okay uh, I, I call him a pimp on the sideline because this, this boy <laughs> okay. he know how to talk that ish and he'll get up under your skin women like with controversial topics that are like make you be like what the hell did he just say like you know what i'm saying but a very okay. guy you know what i'm saying uh he reminds me of one of those characters off of uh boondocks like uh thug thugnificent or something but an okay. older version. He talked that is. He's from Memphis. Okay. Got so, you. Uh, Herschel Got Williams. You. So we're, he's going to be on the show Thursday. We're going to introduce him again. But okay. then it's just a leeway to his official show that's going to be under us called The Prescription next Thursday. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So Royce's rant is is a. Uh, becoming the conglomerate they want to be their distributing podcast so make sure you follow him on all major social media sites and platforms so that you can know when they drop new shows and when he drops his show and you can come back anytime because i had a couple things i was going to ask you like the what's the existential threat of black people and is it the lack of opportunity or the lack of knowledge but we'll have you come back and you can talk about that I'll share that too. Every every Monday at eight at eight p.m. Every Thursday at eight p.m. Every Monday and Thursday at eight p.m. Y'all so y'all check me out and I appreciate you having me on, man. We we gonna trade places real soon. Okay, okay, Thanks, man. So I'm, I'm gonna get all up in your in your brain. Okay, you can do that. I'm I'm an open book, and he also has a playlist as well. So make sure you check that out because he yeah. curated a playlist because yeah, he also does music. He does everything. Yeah, shout out to Maps, man, all day, and I, I like the acronym. That's go hard. I appreciate that. I try. I try. I do what I do. Shout out to all our listeners and all that, you know, for supporting her. Thank y'all for supporting Independent Black Podcast. Ownership is the key. <laughs> Ownership. Own don't, it. Don't Charlemagne. Don't do the Charlemagne. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> do that. Do that Joe Button and pump up your daggum masters and keep that shit. Right. But Charlemagne, I will interview you. So if you want, I, trust Already. me. I'm Name it. Just, just call just call me. but thank you though i absolutely you can come back anytime you want <laughs> all right all right i want to thank both my guests today that came on to millennials anonymous podcast i want to thank mr royce smashing yo from the royce's rant podcast make sure you follow him on all major podcasting platforms and make sure you also go stream mr c drips music his brand new song dead wrong is out now make sure you stream his ep and all of his other music as well you have to support independent artists he's doing it all on his own so make sure you support him now i want to give you a big update we will have a guest on next week it is frank ski from the frank ski morning show so we're going to be talking to him we talked music we talked uh background we talked radio we talked podcasts we talked it all so make sure you come back and listen to that and you're gonna love it he was absolutely awesome had a really good time with him and make sure you follow millennials anonymous on all major podcasting platforms including youtube and on facebook and instagram so you can hear what's going on and what's dropping and we will have a couple of updates coming and dropping for maps media about a big event that we're planning so make sure you stay tuned and you follow maps media as well so thank you so much we appreciate you here have a fantastic day bye